Good evening, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us on an emergency show. Uh, there's already people joining. Uh, Paul Hurst has been uh, let go by the club. I don't know. How, they haven't really confirmed, have they, Mike? Whether he was sacked or he left of his own accord. By the looks of it, Jason and Jason went down. Uh, so I would assume and presume he's been sacked. Yeah, he was. Not he was sure. definitely sacked, from what Jason said. Um, and I'll be honest, I, I've seen little bits and pieces last week. There's no football manager in the right mind that's going to walk away and walk away from a payout. So, um, yeah, I think Jace was pretty clear that they'd gone down and had a chat with him and relieved him of his duties, so they say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, a bit of a, it's a bit of a surprise. Well, no, it's not. Why am I bullshitting? I think if it was any other manager, they'd have been gone two weeks ago. Oh, absolutely. Uh, agree with you completely. And I don't really see what else could have been done. It seems like the, the team, let's be kind. The team, well, let me be kind because I'm catch, catching all sorts of flack for, you know, you know, if a player is too shit to flick it on and then gives up ch- harrying back um, like Andrews did on Tuesday night, he just, you know, I'm just not fucking bothered. You go off, mate. You go off and shoot from the edge of the area and get the winner. Apparently, I shouldn't be so critical as to say he shouldn't be in the squad this week. Uh, quite frankly, I think the players have let Hurst down more than he's let us down. I think the players have been pretty shit. Uh, I think they've been pretty embarrassing to the badge. Um, collectively, they have been devoid of ability and confidence for a while. Um, and I'm slightly worried that if we're going to go into a relegation battle, none of them have the balls to be able to deal with it. Uh, to be perfectly honest. Um, so I'm not going to signal any amount. I think they're all shit. Uh, and it's led to Paul Hurst uh, being sacked. Uh, he didn't help himself. One substitution all game. Uh, but he'll probably look around and go, well, who do you want me to bring on? Because they're all shit. Um, and that was how it was. Uh, and John Tonder, and I love him, kept saying, we're the better team, we're the better team, as did Gary Croft. I, was like, I don't know what you're fucking watching, but I'm just watching two shit teams be shit. And one of them just accidentally got the ball in the net because even Doncaster from a yard out still missed the fucking net uh, from heading it over like Abouisa was incarnate in him, who, by the way, was also really shit today, as was Amos. As well. Actually, I'm not singling them all out. They're all shit. Can I be honest? I think the reason John and um, Crofty don't say that is I don't think BBC allows for that. I don't he- think they get away with he's shit, he's shit. <laughs> Do you think after 60 minutes on a Tuesday night when it goes past nine, they're allowed to do it? <laughs> Look, um, I mean, we've said for a couple of weeks, we've been slowly getting there. And we had the space on Tuesday where I think we all, other than Sam, maybe reached the conclusion that this is about it. And I think... Sam's still holding on. Yeah, going into today's game, I was of the opinion, if we don't win or, or you know, get a good draw, if there's such a thing, um, then I think that would be the time they would make the, the make the decision because we've got two weeks to our next league game. So I think it makes sense. It's obvious they've been thinking about it for a while. Um, and as much as it is warranted and as much as we, we all, I think, are now in a place where it was needed to be done, I can't... I know some people will be happy, but I can't get out my head the sort of overriding feeling of just being a bit sad about it, to be honest, because as much as it is warranted... I, I think the, the bloke has done some good things at Grimsby Town. He's got us promoted out of the National League twice. We've been on that hell of a hell of a run in the FA Cup. He's worked under John Fenty for I don't know how many years. So, whilst Which, by it the is, way, should give you some fucking dispensation for emotional abuse. Yeah, and I, and I think, you know, yeah, it's time. 
we've 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 sort of cut the cut the cord on it. But for for me personally, they they go with you know a, a high level of thanks and good luck for the future, and just sadness that it had to come to this. But it did have to come to this. Um, so I don't think it's a reflection on him as a manager. I think it sometimes happens at clubs. Um, it's just got a bit flat, a bit stagnant. It's, I get the feeling his voice is not being listened to as much. You know, he's obviously not getting his his ideas across and and what have you. So sometimes in football, it's time to say thank you very much. It's time we go in a different direction. And I think that's the case here. And do you know what? I agree entirely with what you're saying. I think um, my my thoughts and thanks go out to him. You know, ultimately a guy that we have been, a, who's been around us and, you know, our lives for the last seven or eight years or so. Um, has has lost his job and that's never a good thing and I hope he finds a position pretty quickly I don't think um, his his reputation is going to be too badly damaged by this and I still think he can pick up a club somewhere along the line as long as it's not scunny then that's absolutely fine yeah. um, not that they can afford him um, but it's been a it's it's a massive shame you know some of the achievements he's made is, is incredible two promotions with us took us to the quarterfinals of the fa cup our highest position in 17 years is nothing to be sniffed at this club you know stinks of national league and league two nowadays and he was doing his best to pull us out of it i think we're all in agreement mostly that the players he brought in were better and everyone outside of this club as well trying to take away the rose tinted glasses of town uh, were saying that this was a team that were going to go somewhere and for whatever reason, it just isn't linking. Maybe it's because it started with a lot of tough games and a lot of injuries and it just hasn't been able to click. I'm not sure, but um, it's just it's just not worked. And unfortunately, we can't just wait for it to unstick. And Mike, am I allowed a little bit of Nostradamus stuff here? Because what did I say at Gillingham when we were in the cricket club? I said um, he'd be I... gone, by the end of the, gone by the end of the season. Yeah, I'd, you may be assuming I'm listening to you. <laughs> yes, you That's did say true. that. You, you've said that to me yeah. a few times, but yes, yeah. yes, you are right. Uh, uh, can um, I just correct? Correct. So I've got seen a few comments come in on on the side. I'm not sad it's happened because I think it had to happen. What I mean is, I'm sad that we've sort of reached this stage where somebody who I think has been part of the fixtures and uh, fixtures and fittings has turned us around when we got relegated out in the national league twice now, um, and I think has a real affinity with the club. I'm just. Sad that it's happened. Sad that it's come to it. It had to happen. Of course it did. But um, I think we can allow a little bit of nuance and context looking back on his time. I don't think he's had um, he's had an unsuccessful 15 games. I think he's had a fairly successful eight years, if that's an easy way to put it. Yeah, exactly. And trying to look through when I was going through that town, this is the first time town have lost five games in a row since 2009 as long as you don't count the penalty defeat against Wrexham um that's a long that's a long old time to go back and he's been manager for the vast majority of that time so yeah um, and I mean I mean look I, you know and I think some people fail to understand sometimes some of us are younger younger fans I'm not as young as Sam but you know my first manager was Russell Slade so most of my time supporting town has been really really bad football lower end league two national league and Paul Hurst has been the only sort of successful manager in that period. Um, so I think that's why some of us are, or were maybe a little bit more um, forgiving on a lot of his um, negative aspects of his of his game. He's, he's the fact he's been the manager for most of my time supporting town. So there is going to be a, a level of loyalty there, but loyalty has a place in football, but only to a certain level. And I'm really 
thankful that the the owners have acted quite quickly because I think if they'd waited four or five days, this could have been um, this could have got quite toxic. I think they've obviously had a plan. The, the way they've done it straight after after the game, they've known for a while that this may be coming. Um, so I think as well, a little bit of criticism they've got over the last few weeks may be unwarranted. You, you, just because you, somebody isn't saying anything doesn't mean they're not doing something or thinking something. And I think we may be also the, that. It's all very well and good saying this sort of stuff when it's not your money. And it's not your it's not your cash and it's not, you know, ultimately your decision. You're the one that's going to have to look this guy in the the eye that has, you know, taken your club black back from National League, got you into such, you know, got you in front of the national TV cameras last year, and you're going to tell him now that he's out of a job. So, you know, it's not someone you work with all the time. Imagine trying to fire someone that you've worked with, got a good relationship with, and has had previous success. He's just going through a bad spell. And so they weren't too far out from the vast majority of fans' opinions, I don't think. You know, they waited until today. I think that's more than enough. I would have still not seen them, you know, if they'd have allowed Slough, though I don't think it would have necessarily changed much if they'd have won that. But I could have certainly seen us losing to Slough next week. And I guess at least they lose, they, you know, don't allow him the ignominy of, of, of that as well. Yeah, and I, and I think it's important to... Oh, hi, Henry. Um, just before I go to Henry, I, I think it's important Hello, to sort of take out, take out Slough from the thinking because it's an FA Cup game. It, make, it, it, it doesn't make much difference on our season. I think now is the time to do it. You've got two weeks till the next league game, two weeks to recruit, get, get somebody in maybe for a home game. Um, and I think now, as opposed to Wednesday or Thursday, is probably the better time to do it. How are you doing, Henry? What are your thoughts? Uh, well, put it's, on the beer already. <laughs> it's not even beer anymore. It's just straight gin. Just straight. Yeah, I know. We're not quite the level of the bottle of wine for Fenty stage, but we're not far off. Um, I don't know. It's just a bit of a shame, really. I mean, you think back to the start of the season and I don't know. I think there was a lot of genuine optimism and you look at the players we brought in and you think there was a lot of improvements and it's just not happened. Um and I think, you know, we've been discussing it a bit, but um, the issue is there's there's um, a lot of players there that aren't playing well enough. And um, there, the issue is without a loan window, there's nothing we can do until, until January. So it's a question is, is changing it now going to improve that much? So I don't know. It's a difficult decision for the owners to make. I think my feeling is it probably was time. Um, I think you watch the game today and it's, you know, I thought we played all right in parts. Between the boxes, I thought we were decent. Um, but there's just no ideas or or creativity going forward and just in that final third. And, you know, the quality just wasn't there either. We just didn't look like we were particularly going to score today. And that's been a constant issue. And, you know, you hear it on the radio However, however many wins in the last 30 is it three or something or five or whatever but three and 20 i think it was it's just it's just not conducive to keeping your job in football management that's just how it is so um you know it's a shame i really like paul hurst i think he's done a great job for us over the last few years if you think about where we were when he joined in terms of the whole fenty thing alex may and what that squad was like um and then turning it around within a season and giving us that that playoff campaign that we'll never forget. And then 
leading us to to the best finish we've had in what was it 18 seasons or whatever and the the cup run as well so yeah it is a real shame i understand why it's got to happen um and i think going forward there's it's a really big decision because you know if they get it wrong we could be in real trouble sort of that's sort of where we've, we've got ourselves into but you know so i think it was the right decision but at the same time there's there's a there's a sadness there because of what we have achieved and what he did achieve in terms of where we were to where we sort of are now is you know a big difference and you know that shouldn't be forgotten i think um you know i think time will tell on the timing whether it's a the right decision or not i think i think it makes sense to me um i i genuinely believe these players are better than where they are in the league now you can you can obviously say the performances are, are, are not are, are not showing that but i think if you look at them individually uh, i think you've got a squad that can be a lot better than where we are in the league um i think it's a case of a different voice a different different tactics a different emphasis i think can get a a different player can get a different tune out of the same violin if you know what i mean and i I think it gives whoever comes in a good a good run of fixtures. Let's be true. There's a good run of fixtures coming up. It gives them a fair look at the squad going into a window. And if we are going to be in trouble, then now is probably the right time to give the right person that they pick, if they get the right person, that opportunity to have a good run into a window, assess the squad, and then make any changes. We've seen before when we've changed, like with Russell Slade, with Michael Jolly, we left him with pretty much nothing to do other than stuff on the training pitch, which, you know, only does so much so I think the timing's probably right for all parties because if this continued it's only going to get more toxic yeah and one thing I would say um is obviously the owners haven't wanted to do this because they've wanted to create this this bit of a different football club where things are done differently there is loyalty things are done the right way and getting rid of a manager never helps with that so they obviously fundamentally believe it's the right decision but I think what that might show is I think we've probably got a better chance of getting um, a better manager than some may think because they'll look at the ownership, they'll look at how things are done and they think, right, I'm more secure going to that League Two football club than that League Two football club. So I think that can't be underplayed. How Jason and Andrew have managed Grimsby Town since they've taken over is probably a big a big positive in terms of our, our appeal to other people, hopefully. And I think we saw that a little bit with some of the players we did manage to bring in. Well, as Ruffer Mariner has said on Twitter, he said, uh, needs pointing out, lads, which is what we've been saying actually for a while. We're now in a queue with three other League Two clubs looking for a new manager. He doesn't include Lincoln in that, who are, you know, the similar, you know, people who want to move here will be asking them as well. So, you know, you've got to fight against those guys too. I think you're right, Mike. I think, you know, it's actually ludicrous to think, but are we a better opposite? Are we a better proposition than Bradford? We're more likely to, you know, stick with a manager for a little, a little while longer than, than they are. Uh, even given their resources. Um, he says, uh, three more clubs with money more than us. Uh, many thanks to Paul Hurst. He brought many memories to our club, which generation, uh, which this generation have only ever known. Some of the comments that are coming through as well. Thanks for the memories, Paul, but it was time to go. Unfortunately, says Josh. Stephen McDade says, didn't want it to happen, but the right decision was made. Some towns have been embarrassing though. Um, Square Eyed said it was a necessary de- uh, decision, but disappointing and u- upsetting nonetheless. Lewis uh, Genny says, Cowleys, can we pay enough? Um, do we want them? Uh, you know, that'd be quite a controversial ap- topic. And I don't think they'd come here, to be perfectly honest. I think they're a little bit too loyal to Lincoln. 
Uh, ben Clayton says a very bittersweet moment. Ben Jarman says should have had Greeny on from halftime. And again, we're talking about Paul Hurst here. He didn't do himself any favours today. One one substitute all game. Um, and you know yeah, what? What? Just just to interject there, I can kind of see it today. I mean, he's he's known for being reactive, but today I feel like because they've they've gone about and done it pretty much straight after the full-time whistle. So I think he must have gone in knowing that he needed a win here. And I think with the way it's gone, I can kind of understand he's just picked the 11 players he trusts the most and he's stuck with it. And, you know, you look at the bench and how many of those players on the bench actually are going to change the game for you. And so so I do kind of get it. I You know, I've had frustrations in the previous games about him not changing it up and and being more proactive and certainly um the last home game was a great example of that but and the Accrington game in particular but I think today if he's had a an ultimatum sort of match then from his perspective I do kind of get it you just play the 11 that you trust really yeah maybe Greeny did do have a positive did have a positive effect last week uh but yeah as I said you know in, in my opening rant you know it's the same Ben Jamin says that was nine shits in a sentence, Alex. That's nothing, uh, Ben. There was nine. Sh- there was eleven shits on the on the pitch. Um, Stephen McDade says, uh, "Let's hope ho- uh, homework on potential replacements has already been done." And this is a question, isn't it? Do they? They've always said that we, you know. Sorry, I'm wearing a pajama top for some reason. Um, it, it, as a combo, it went, but uh, apparently not on its own. It's too hot in here. Um, uh, this is the thing Jason and Andrew both said that when it comes to football, they've gone to um, they've gone to Paul for those decisions. And we've got the guy from uh, FIFA in now. Is there, you know, a potential that we're going in in a particular direction and bringing people in? Lewis Guinness says, agree with you, Mike. Uh, we should be grateful for the times we've had. Richard Sulcliffe says, can't agree. I think the players are more than capable. The team can do well from low position, moving up the league due to different coaching. Different coaching makes a huge difference. I'm not sad he's... I'm not sad he's gone, says Ben. It's definitely time he had to go, but emotional. I'm grateful for what memories he gave us. Uh, West Coast, uh, West Coast, best coast. Uh, that's not true. Uh, I think it was the right time to move on, but I've got no idea who we get now. Um, there's a lot of people agreeing with Mike, so I'll skip over them. Um, thanks, Mum. Thanks, Mum. <laughs> uh, Taylor Beast, to be honest, um, I'm sad that he's gone, but it was time after Tuesday. His mood signaled that he'd given up. I'm pleased the board was strong enough to make the right decision. Good luck, Paul. Uh, Mark, who from my uni, was very happy that he's gone and, and has been, you know, pretty pretty pro sacking Paul Hurst since um, after the Wrexham game, I think probably last season. Um, it just wasn't entertaining enough for Mark. Um, Nolan says, I really hope we get someone smart through the door. A new person with some brains in is half the battle. Uh, Bradford sack a manager every season. Colchester sack one every six weeks. Tramina don't know what they're doing. Gillingham have money, so they'll probably be the most attractive prospect. They might be Grimsby way, but you do have to live in Gillingham, uh, which is basically the same. People say Grimsby is a shithole. Gillingham is no better and it's more expensive. Uh, so, you know, there you go. Uh, get your comments in um, uh, and, and let's have a look. John Heiss, if you've got an idea of who you would like as a manager, please put it in. Formerly of this parish, um, Tom wanted um, someone from Shamrock Rovers. Of course he did. Uh, <laughs> t- I've got so, an Irish one for you to go with Tom. Go on then. Damien Duff. Damien Duff. What, for for managing or going on the left? <laughs> managing, he's doing, he's doing all right. 
Where is he? He's in Ireland somewhere. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You've got Graham Alexander. Someone says Pete Wilde. Do you really think Pete Wilde is leaving Barrow, who are slightly a lot higher up the league that to go to us? I think I think for, for most fans, and let's just caveat that that, and I include myself in this, most of us will not know a lot of names. You know, there'll be there'll be people doing good jobs and they'll have the data on. So we might not get anybody we think of, but um, I think Phil Parkinson at Altrincham would probably be the overwhelming early front runner in fans' opinion. Um, I think we've seen him play some good football and do do some decent things at Altrincham. Um, young young manager that's been there a while and seems to be earning his um, earning his stripes. So maybe somebody like that might be a good step up. Maybe not in the level of Mike Williamson it was, but um, but maybe maybe somebody like him. Other than that, you've you've got the same old names going around the the revolving door, and I don't think that's um, that's a Jason and Andrew sort of direction they'll go in. I think they'll look for somebody that's maybe up and coming, done a decent job lower down and wants to, is hungry to come and um, spend a long time at Grimsby Town progressing. A bit like the Scunny's new manager. <laughs> He's got a good LinkedIn profile, Phil Parkinson. Does he? Really? That's always a good sign of somebody who's got far too much time on their hands. Where's Michael Jolly? All he did, all he did wrong was swear at a lot of people. Where's he? <laughs> and he doesn't want to swear at Humberside commentary every now and then. Um <laughs> Uh, Hot Sauce wants to know who Millwall have just sacked. No, no, it's not that. Who Birmingham just sacked? Tackleberry says Ivano Benetti. I don't think Ivano Benetti still managing, is he? And I don't think he was that good. The first person about... to say Warnock, I'm going to lose my mind at you, by the way. What about what about Wayne Burnett? Coach at Spurs at the moment. But I, I, I can say knows, but knows the I club, think... <laughs> which apparently matters. <laughs> I think we're going down the the route I just said where we don't know many people. It's like when you you get in new players in the summer. The reason most people mention players we've had before is because we don't know a lot of other ones. Um, Daniel suggests Neil Warnock. Get out, Daniel. Get out now. Neil Warnock to the rest of the season. What about Holloway? He's free. Says hot sauce. What for? We got some bins that need changing, or some some grass that needs to go on the grass and not the concrete. That's what he said, isn't it? Henry, who would you want? You're you're you know you're the doctor. You're the smart person in this group. Ah, you got honest, to have I, some. I, I think this has been the issue with sacking them in the first place. Is you know getting this appointment right. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You'd like to think that you'd get like a Pete Wild from Barrow and splash the cash about. Don't know if we will. Or um, or Parkinson, but even then, I don't know. And it's really interesting sort of time because I think we're used to fancy appointments, really. So you look for an experienced manager who's had five failures, who people recognise as a name, and then normally we go for them. So it's a very different what we, experience. What we need to do is make sure we don't bring in anyone in who is a big name because we've tried that twice and they've both been the fucking worst thing that has ever happened. What, what about Julia? As we say that, what about Julio Archer at South Shields? <laughs> what I w- what I would say about um, Parkinson, it's not been great this season. I was looking at them the other day, but last season his his um, his teams had an awful lot of the ball, which I think is what a lot of our fans would like. So maybe Jason and Andrew we have an awful at... lot of the ball now. We just don't do anything. With say, yeah, I but they also like... but, but they also they also scored some goals and had decent return for it. I, I, I feel what... like. I feel like with our fan base, though, when it's Paul Hurst managing and when it prior to this stretch of games and it's been one nils every week, 
But then we moan that we're not attacking enough. But then when we're leaking goals, we moan that we're not defensive enough. So I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like people well, still moaned about Buckley. people moaning. Absolutely. Yeah. So. So Michael Michael Jolly got a fairly easy ride, and I can't remember his football being particularly better than Phil uh, Neville. Paul's. <laughs> feel like I feel like by the end Jolly got a bit of grief. I think. Yeah, I, I think so. I think he yeah. got a bit of um, he got a bit of leeway because he he pulled off that miracle job at the end of that season. But I don't know. The football was pretty dour by the end. You are all as ridiculous as I am. I don't know why I get grief. You guys are worse. I've got the Grisby Town Forum saying Joey Barton. I've got Taylor Blee saying Graham Alexander. Uh, John says, uh, fuck off to Phil Neville, says Joanna. <laughs> Someone suggests Phil Jones. Get the guy Bristol Rovers have just sacked. Um, John, no, John Eustace, no. Kevin Phillips. John Eustace, uh, didn't he just leave Birmingham six in the championship? Yeah, he did. Well, it, I, what about Birchnell? But I, I did oh, look who, after I said him the other day. Is it Anderlecht as the assistant manager? So I don't think who's so. Who's the really happy one from Sheffield Wednesday? Is he still manager there? Oh, the... um, Was he Xavi or something? Who's Sheffield he? Wednesday manager? Is it Moore? No, he's... he's, he's Darren Moore, he left and he's at West... No, he's, he's gone somewhere else. Has um, he? Where did That's Warnock leave? Huddersfield. He's gone to Huddersfield. He's gone to Huddersfield, has he? Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, that's a shame. I'd have liked him. You know, someone, you know, who has been managing at the top of League One. <laughs> this is the problem. We're now like the fish in Finding Nemo. We're just in our little plastic bag, floating on the water, going, now what? We've got Can what I... we've wanted, and now you don't want it. <laughs> My wife's just messaged me, Michael Jolly's um, Wikipedia and somebody's put in 2023 Michael Jolly returned to Grimsby Town for a second spell after Paul Hurst left the club. I'm not having it. <laughs> what what have what have you got going on in your life that that's what you instantly go and do on a Saturday after? Right, that's it. I'm going to go and update the Wikipedia. How do you find that? <laughs> please, my hair's mad bad. Uh, please, can someone just spend their entire weekend now just putting in random requests? If anybody or wants to say anything nice about Paul, random five pound bets on names, so then the odds shorten dramatically on the next manager odds, so then we all yeah. lose our minds. Could we? So could we Danny stop, Coates could we... and Daniel Randall must be sat next to each other because they've both gone this. What? How do you pronounce it? That's the this, guy at Chef Cisco? Wednesday, Cisco. That's who. That's who you meant more, but that was the latest guy at Chef Wednesday. Uh, just let's to get prevent, Cisco. Just to prevent the fifteen threads on the fishy. Remember, with betting markets at this level, if somebody puts a pound on somebody being a manager, their odds are going to shorten. They know nothing at all about What's anything. What's Cesc Fabregas doing now? <laughs> is he still at Como? He's the manager at Como. He wants a bigger thing, doesn't he? When he coming in, is he, he's still at Millfields. He's still at Millfields with Fowler. I don't know what to say about Paul and, and I, I guess we've got to include Doig. First and foremost, has anyone told Doig? Let's just be sure. Well, there's a photo of them. I thought it was very, a bit harsh. They, there's a photo of them. They both said goodbye to players on the uh, team bus and then got in a car. So I think you're shit, you're shit, you're shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not signing. I can now yet. say it. You're all fucking terrible. See you later. All right. Here's <laughs> a one like Selma and Louise into the sunset. A, is a slight twist to it. How quickly do you think Paul and Chris will find a new job? I think they'll Six be all months. right. I Six think they'll months. be all right. 
Yeah. I think uh, they've, they've think? also they've had some decent payouts where they've been, by the way, because they left Ipswich. Um, they'll have a decent payout now, so they'll be fine. It's obviously sad to see people lose their job, but they've got they've got enough good stuff on their CV to to get a to get a decent job. Whether, whether I don't think it's above league the, the bottom end of League Two, but they'll they'll walk into any National League side. They'll walk into it just because of their record and people are that desperate. Henry, should we get Woodman? Who? Andy Woodman at Bromley. Oh, God. Not a chance. Let's get him. Let's get him. Oh, my God. He'd last a game. I'm going going to support Rotherham if we do. He'd be running around the main stand like like Steve Evans by about 60 minutes into his He wouldn't be running. (laughs) Here's here's a question for you. That's Alan Buckley's music. So Buckley's done three turns. How long before you think? How many years do you think before Paul Hurst's name cops up again? Uh, five years. Well, the next time we need manager, I would assume. Yeah. Next probably. time we're in the shit, I reckon. He's a steady. He's a steady hand on the tiller, isn't he? The thing is, though, with this team, they've just lost their way, and it's almost like um, if Paul Hurst went on sabbatical for six months, and we gave it to someone with a massive personality, and then put Hurst back in charge, it'll all be fine again, I think. I think maybe it's just a, a change of scenery and some fresh ideas is perhaps all it needs on both sides. So, you know, I, I do think he'll probably be be all right in terms of, I think he'll go into a job maybe in the National League, someone mid-table and really sort of push him on. And and then we'll be wondering, oh, if it's not going well for us, oh, why did, why did we do it? But I think the last few games have shown, I think it is probably just a case of everybody just needs a fresh start, I think. It's just sort of got itself in a rut and need something fresh to, to sort of get it going again. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I know um, you're talking about the players. I, I genuinely think we've got decent enough players to achieve a good finish here. What Graham we thought in, <laughs> what, what we thought in pre-season, I, I don't think should change too much about what we think about them. Um, I, I, I just think um, it's definitely their... Um, they just need a bit more guidance, I think, to be honest with you. I was going to say something was... else, but I forgot I forgot the point I was going to make then when you said Graham Potter. I nearly fell off my chair. Sorry, Batesy says, Neil Harris, Graham, Alexander or Michael Appleton um, was the options. Nolan says, Josh Gowlin. Josh was very keen, uh, <laughs> to, very keen to come to town. Uh, but I don't know what How's he's doing How's he getting now. on at Hereford? I don't know. Is he still manager there? Danny Butterfield. What's he doing now? I think he just went from Lincoln, didn't he? Wasn't he an assistant at Lincoln? I can only type so many things. Yeah, he was Lincoln City manager. He Don't take any of these seriously. We're just shouting names out of people we know. I'm going to say Dave the Postman soon. Matt Haywood. He's now manager of Darlington. Justin Will. Justin Will. Someone says here, so Mark uh, Mark says, Jason or Andrew said they would never do anything rash when something was raw and suggested waiting a couple of days before making the decision. It sounds as though they've already had, had a plan B that they have just enacted something Paul Hurst has struggled with. Um, no, I think it was a mutual wow. consent departure with Hereford. Yeah, I, I think that's true. I don't, I don't think, I think the owners went into, probably went away from Tuesday thinking if we lose on Saturday, that's it. Oh, and whenever you get into that, that, that sort of round of thinking, it's only a matter of time. Once you get there, there's going to be a point you've got to pull the trigger. 
Um, yeah, and I, part of me thinks it, it's a bit odd that they're not waiting to announce it until the morning. But the flip side is, you know, Paul lives in Sheffield. Do you want to make a man drive from Sheffield to Grimsby just to sack him and then drive back again? You know, he might have already been well known about what he, what he needed to do as well. Might he probably yeah. was, yeah. I think I think, I think they're very honest with him. I think they've got a good relationship, so I, I think he'll have known. But but also, I, I like the fact they've. This goes sound a bit shit, but they've saved him having to go and have the interview. You know what I mean? He's, you, you see managers all the time knowing they've been sacked and then having to go and do two or three press interviews. And I, I think it's just quite nice that they didn't. He didn't have to sit there and speak to John Tonda for ten minutes and <laughs> and what have you. Yeah, it's just it was one of those games today where I don't understand why people kept saying we were the better team because all I saw was Doncaster score a penalty, hit the bar, you know, miss from an open goal. And we had a shot from outside the area where Gav was one, what kind of one on one, uh, and it was saved. I think it comes from. I think Henry said this. I think it comes from the fact we're probably better between both boxes, which is entirely the point about why we're not good enough at the minute. I think everything up until the our box and their box, we were better, um, but that that don't win you any matches. There we go. We've got the first John McDermott. No, no, no. We had it already. Did we? Oh. A gorilla man on here is desperate for me to say Frank Lampard, but even I'm not going to lower us to that. Um, oh, I've got a name. I've got a name. Hear me out. Go on. Jimmy oh, Dean. <laughs> I would. How about this? We bring someone in like Phil Parkinson, but we bring Jimmy Dean in as assistant. Just, I want to just, you know, chip away at them. Come on, Jason can go to them. Come on, we've that's, already given you 500 quid each. So that's more than your owners gave you. So, you know, come over. That's um, that's made me um, realise a point I was going to raise. It was quite interesting. They've, they've obviously got rid of Paul and Chris. And um, they said Debbie and they're going to speak to them, the rest of the coach staff tomorrow. And then I think Jason's at the training ground on Monday. And the last thing he said is John Tonda said so. Only oh, Chris, now, yeah. only Chris and Chris. <clears throat> sorry, only Chris and Paul leave, and he said yes, that's right for now. And I hope we don't go down that route. Because what I have liked, even if you can maybe make a make an argument that they're all defenders, is I have liked the fact we've got some players and some man, and some coaches in and around that know the place. Because I think that is important than when you sack a manager, six people leave and six new people come in. Yeah, I feel like that was said in a non-committal way in terms of by the summer because the the new manager whoever it is is going to want their people and whether it's a combination of who's currently here and some extra people or whether they want to change the entire coaching staff is going to be down to the manager and I feel like um, Jason and Andrew are not going to get in the way of that should they feel like that's what they want to do so I don't think it'll be a case of everybody's out by next week but maybe by the summer I don't know, you know, you can't make any guarantees, you know, because it, it is going to be up to the new manager. And I think that's how it should be. Yeah, Jake we do Powell have a big coaching, looks... coaching. Sorry, Alex. No, no, this is bits more important. I'm really sorry, Mike. Jake Powell knows exactly how to get on the podcast. He wants to know what Alan Powton is up to these days. Well, you wouldn't be able to go to any games, would you? <laughs> Unless there's somewhere that's that's 200 yards from the dugout that you could watch it from. You yeah, don't know anyway, Alex. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have an opinion. You don't. You just have to sit and watch it on the, your sofa. You don't get a drink and a timeout with your mates. 
You I'm don't get an Saturday. opinion on it. What? Oh, yeah, this is great. So for all you season ticket holders that weren't able to get a season t- uh, ticket to Slough, don't even though start. you desperately wanted one, Mike got one. Mike got one because he's, you know, a celebrity fan nowadays. No. And was no. able to get a ticket to Slough. And he said, he rang, <sighs> he rang them up and he went, can I have a ticket? I said, I won't go out of respect for you all. No, you didn't. You said you're you're not. Firstly, that's complete bullshit. And secondly, <laughs> you said you're not going because it's your brother's wedding or something. Yeah, right? I'd forgotten about that. I'm going because somebody, somebody. I'm going because somebody that got one dropped out. Yeah, is it sold out? I don't know. There's two. There's two. Pa- there's, a, a, this is, that's I'm, too cruel. There's two spaces on the team bus going. My problem is I've got a flight from Heathrow at seven o'clock, so the timing works too perfectly. So I was like, I just can't face going if it was that because I'd just be on a horrendous. That's move perfect timing. So yeah, if it's still a ticket, I'll go. That would be proper, proper social media at the minute, wouldn't it? You get the criticism for not going, then you get the criticism when you do go. Daniel Randall says, "I've got a ticket for Slough, and I live in Hampshire. Not asked, fight me." Uh, Daniel Randall is actually uh, Mike's uh, pseudonym on uh, YouTube. Me and you against the world, Daniel. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Apart from what we're calling out, just random names, I don't really know what we we talk about. It's a weird one, really. And I don't. <sighs> Clearly, every, something needed to change, and something was needed to to move on, and we needed some fresh ideas and a clean slate more than anything. And I think results will improve in the long term. Is it what's best for the club? Maybe not. Uh, but it depends who we get in. But I am worried, like some others have said, Bradford are looking for a manager. Uh, Lincoln City are looking for a manager. Two clubs of which who I would say are higher up the totem pole than us, looking at similar managers. And that's my only only concern. But I still think we will get people coming in. And yeah, we'll my get only caveat to, to that is I think they've pulled the trigger knowing they must have a plan B. Like we've, they've got a list. So, they've got a list. Know, I, I, I would be hard pressed to imagine that this is going to drag on like it sometimes did in, under the previous regime. I I would be highly surprised if we haven't got somebody before. Is it Morecambe the next home game in two weeks? I, I I think I think they've pulled the trigger now, knowing full well that's the time period they've got, and I think they'll they'll headhunt. I think it won't be we're waiting for applications like Fenty used to. I think they'll go out, we want you, we want you, come and come and have a chat. I think they seem very proactive in how they do business and I, I think that's what they'll do. Yeah, I think you're probably right. And I imagine they'll have people in um, and, and that's it. If there's anyone's got any comments, we'll be on for two more minutes and then we'll get off. Uh, Johanna says, uh, I feel like there was a convo before the game which said win or we will replace you. I hope it didn't start like that. But I hope it'll be something more of like, look, there are initially the conversation will be probably like, what support do you need? What do you need from us? And then um, Tackleberry says, what's Rob Scott doing? Uh, he's a recruitment a guy nice at Rotherham. Rotherham. He's a recruitment guy at Rotherham. <laughs> which <laughs> is the main reason I don't think Paul went to Rotherham, to be totally honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, but there you go. And it's a sad end to an era, you know what amazing journey we've been on with 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 them all and this is town though so it might not be the last time we see paul hurst uh maybe the best way to end it maybe the best way to end it is what is your favorite paul hurst moment from the past two spells i'm not sure what is my favorite it's the year cup 
that that the the playoff win in 2016 felt more significant because it felt like it was a lot longer to come in. I felt like we fell through the trap door last year. You know, like you know that meme of Mr. Blobby walking into the this morning studio. I felt like that's how we did the playoff campaign. Um the I, FA I, Cup I, still feels surreal. I feel I, like I the think FA Cup was, was a beautiful bonus, but for me it was that I think it was a combination of losing on penalties to Bristol Rovers so undeservedly and then the whole operation promotion and then that campaign, which was difficult, but then the, the playoff final at the end and the Braintree game before it as well. So that, that's probably my favourite favourite moment. I think 2016 has got to be, I think, you know, you've got the the fact it's under, it had been so long since we'd got back out of that league. It was working under Fenty, which we all know, the conditions they were. I think as well that season had a lot of ups and downs. You remember we had the Hurst out banner after Braintree. We also had a, a team that if you look back, not one of those players other than Monkhouse, I don't think we would be like, oh, they were so we they're one of our favorite players. So I think he created a great team that year that, you know, players like Diz, Pearson, Toto, Podge, Bogle, all those players. So I think that's that's to me the overwhelming factor. I think a couple of years ago when we went out the second time, we had a sense things weren't as bad because we got the new owners. And even if it's going to take us a few years, we, we knew we were going in the right way. So 2016 for me is um, is what I'll remember. And then walking down the touchline, which he shouldn't have done, but cupping his ear. Fair play. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I was, yeah, it, just incredible moments. And there aren't very many managers... Well, there's only one other manager in my lifetime that's given me memories like that. So, you know, the king is dead, long live the king sort of thing, isn't it? Mm. Are we back tomorrow as well? We are back tomorrow. We'll have a proper, you know, more, you know. <laughs> and we could we can discuss. Thought through it, thought through it a bit more. manager by then. We can we'll discuss the welcoming back Alan Buckley for the fourth time. Yeah, exactly. We will, do you know what? We'll leave you and play you out with the montage we did at the end of last season yeah. um, because it was all done under him. Mike, Henry, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for everyone else who joined us quite late. We'll put this out immediately as a podcast um, and, and feel free to go there as well. But, you know, Paul Hurst is gone uh, and we wait to see what the next chapter, is, it, you know, has in store for us. Mike, thanks. Henry, thanks. No worries.